0: Taking their place in a long true line of everyday Americans
1: Helping to secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. This is the Constitution Study on the America Out Loud Network with your host, Paul Engel. Maybe
0: they'll stay out of jail, love the neighbors and have a few good friends
1: Welcome, everyday Americans. You've joined the Constitution Study, where we read and study the Constitution. We teach the rising generation to be free. I want to give you fair warning. I feel a rant coming on. You know, every so often I look at what's going on around me and what's going on in this country, and uh, I don't know, all I can do maybe is rant. You know, in his first inaugural address, George Washington said, and since the preservation of the sacred fire of liberty and the destiny of the Republican model of government are justly considered as deeply, perhaps as finally staked on the experiment entrusted to the hands of the American people. That's right. Liberty, the, a, a self-government, the, the idea of a republic where we elect people to exercise our power as they represent us, is dying in America. Because the American people apparently can no longer be trusted with it. Now that may sound harsh, and, and I don't mean to to necessarily offend people, but maybe it's time we wake up a few people. Because I look at the mess that is going on around us, and as often as I see people pointing at this person or pointing at that party, the problem rests Squarely in the laps of the American people Because we've let this happen And unless and until the American people Wake up and start taking responsibility For their government For their responsibility in self-government To protect the sacred fire of liberty It is going to continue to go out And I don't know about you, but I don't want to have the conversation with my daughter about why her liberties were curtailed curtailed because my generation couldn't be bothered with taking care and protecting the sacred fire of liberty. I have a bunch of news articles here in my stack today and they all revolve in one form or another around what appears to be the foolishness of the american people now those of you who know me i like words and there are three words that i think are extremely important as we're analyzing this the first of them is the word ignorance now webster's 1828 dictionary defines it as an absence or destitution of knowledge it basically means you don't know and the good thing about ignorance is it's relatively easily cured And if there's one thing that seems to be rampant in America is an ignorance of our constitution, of our form of government, of the responsibility that the American citizens have in not only the operation, but the oversight of their government. government. So there certainly is a lot of ignorance. Then you have what I call foolishness. Uh, You know, foolishness, a a fool is one who is, again, Webster's 1828, destitute of reason or or lacking the common powers of understanding. I like to put it as a, a fool is ignorance paired up with naivete. They don't know, but they don't know that they don't know. And they're just naive enough to believe pretty much whatever they're told. So when I look at the American people and I see how many people regurgitate factual nonsense simply because it came from a trusted source, be that uh, some corporate infotainment or it be some celebrity of some sort without any sense of of reason, without the common power of understanding to look at that and see the foolishness of it, sadly, I see a lot of that at least in what I encounter. Now, the third term is stupidity. Again, Webster's 1828, dull, insensible, senseless, wanting in understanding. And to me, stupidity is ignorance paired with hubris, with arrogance. In other words, someone who is stupid is not simply someone who doesn't know but doesn't, the fact that he doesn't know doesn't inform his or her opinion. In other words, they don't know, but they don't care they don't know. And they're willing to provide information through their ignorance and do so with what they believe to be authority simply because they say so and as i'm looking at around at what's going on in this country i am seeing a lot of ignorance a lot of foolishness and a lot of stupidity so i wanted to take a look at some of those today mainly cuz i feel a rant coming on and well i thought maybe you'd enjoy listening to it so my first article actually comes out of epic times and it's it's actually it's it's about vaccine passports But it's not promoting vaccine passports. It's the warning of how dangerous vaccine passports actually are. Um, Quoting from the article, Wolf noted that it happened in Israel. Quote, and six months later, we're hearing from activists that it's a two-tiered society and that basically activists are ostracized and surveilled continually. It is the end of civil society and they are trying to roll it out around the world. Close quote. Vaccine passports in Israel have created an untouchable class. A class of people who are not only uh, not allowed, apparently, to do certain things, they're not only ostracized by society, but they're being surveilled. I mean, what next? Instead of a a Star of David on their clothing, are they going to have to wear a V with a circle and slash? That lets everybody know they've not been vaccinated? Are they going to have to walk around calling, unclean, unclean? That's what we want in America? To turn over our health care data to some third party so we can go, what, to a concert and just because the government do it, isn't doing it, it may make it legal. It doesn't make it right. You're literally going to trust these businesses, and in some cases, states like New York, with this data to track wherever you're going. All right, we already track with, the, with, with our cell phones, but we're going to say whether or not you're allowed into a business, we're going to allow that to be tracked. We're going to treat people as unclean if they don't get a vaccine for a disease that has a 99.4% survival rate. God, what has happened to the American people? What has happened to the land of the free where we're now afraid? We are scared to death. We have been scared into wearing face diapers, into shutting down businesses, into shutting down whole economies For a disease that you stand a 99.4% chance, by the way, those are CDC numbers, of surviving. Unless you are old or unless you have certain medical conditions, 99.4%. We're gonna shut down the entire country. We are gonna strip people of their liberty. We're gonna strip them of their property. We're gonna strip them of their rights. Because we're afraid of something that we stand an extremely small... We stand a better chance of dying in a car wreck than in dying of COVID. And in fact, the CDC even admitted they've kind of inflated the numbers that of those deaths, what, something like 94% weren't strictly of COVID, they were COVID plus something else? And for that, we're going to turn over... Our rights like nothing. And anybody who doesn't do it, they are now a second-class citizen. I've been invited this summer to go up to North Dakota. I don't dare fly. Do you know why? Because I don't trust any airline to not suddenly, while I'm away from home, decide I need to have a vaccine passport if I'm going to be allowed on their airline. Is it legal? Yes. Is it moral? No. Then why the heck are the American people standing for it? Why are we standing for it? Why are we putting up with this nonsense? Are we fools? Are we cowards? Or are we stupid? The next one I found was, and again, it's the the same foolishness all over again. There are school districts hiding... Uh, information about their children, about the about children from their parents. Now, this one actually came from, from the Daily Signal, but it says it the, the its titled, School District are hiding information about gender transitioning children from their parents. Now, now think about it this way. I have if you when I was in public school, I couldn't get an aspirin without permission from my parents. I I couldn't go to the doctor unless it was an emergency. Unless someone was seriously hurt, they weren't allowed to go to the doctor without permission from their parents. You can't go on a field trip without permission from your parents. But we're going to have children altering their bodies surgically and chemically, changing their entire lives, and that's being hidden from the parents. Now, reading from the article, quote, American law has long recognized the importance of parental rights. A parent's right to oversee the care, education, and control of his or her child is guaranteed by the Fourth Amendment and was confirmed by the Supreme Court in 1923 in Meyer v. Nebraska and as recently in 2000 in Troxel v. Granville. I looked at the 14th Amendment's due process clause, I guess is what they're they're calling on, but... The, the very idea that a school district would allow a child to go through a life-altering procedure and hide that from the parents, why are the parents in that school district not up in arms? Why aren't they demanding the resignation of everybody involved in this? Why? Why? Why are we sitting back and, and allowing this to happen To our children Now I remember many many years ago uh, a, a mother Young mother, single mother uh, Came to me for some advice um, She had a young daughter In the po- local public school And I lived in a small town We had a pretty good public school we, uh, And She had been exposed to some Very sexually explicit Material Uh, Without uh, the opportunity to opt out And she talked to the principal And the principal told her Well, we found when we give parents The the notification to opt out They tend to do it Now, I'll tell you My first reaction wasn't uh, Probably the kindest But we're now Seeing the fruit of that Years later If schools Especially government-run schools Can hide information from the parents Critical information about their children If they can decide What your child should and should not learn If they can decide what your child Is and is not ready to deal with And if they can decide What medical procedures your child Should and shouldn't be allowed to do Without your permission Then we are no longer self-governed Parental rights go out the window The very idea should offend not just parents. It should offend any respectable human being. Now, I know there are people that are promoting this. That comes from the arrogant, the stupid idea that they have a right to dictate how other people live. We may not like how other people live, but we don't have the right to change, however, to control. however, That's what you get in t- tyrannies. That's what you get in dictatorships. That's not what you get in liberty. That's not the land of the free. But again, the American people apparently are sitting down and letting this happen. And maybe hoping against hope that the elites in government will do something. Why? Have we been so educated into imbecility that we believe that the people we hire to represent us are actually our rulers now? We certainly act that way. So when Montgomery County, Maryland, educators are actively keeping critical information from a student's parents. And they're allowed to get away with it. It's not the school's fault. It's the parents' fault. It's the taxpayers in that county's fault Not only for hiring people That would allow this to happen But for letting them stay when it does God in heaven We need to stop looking for someone else To take care of our problems for us It's about time the American people Woke up Realize the mess that we're in And do something But again Some of us are just ignorant We don't know what the Constitution says We don't know what our rights are We don't recognize when they're violated And that's a sad state of affairs But it's easily remedied But way too many Americans seem to be foolish They seem to listen to whatever nonsense Comes across the airwaves Or comes across the internet They spend all their time with their face in their phone No time verifying if what they're being told Is actually true and now we are watching the sacred fire of liberty not only die, it is being put out by the American people. The next article actually comes out, no surprise California, or as I've begun calling it, Camifornia. But apparently, California, California Assembly Bill 587 has been introduced. And it basically, it's a bill that would require social media companies to submit a content moderation report to the state's attorney general every six months. Now, trust me, I am no fan of a lot of the big tech social media companies. Those of you who don't know, I've been banned from Facebook. Um, and I don't mean I've just been suspended. From, I mean, I've been banned, even to the point of, of setting up a, a an account just to watch Nope, they blow. They literally disable the account before they even activate the account. So I'm not a huge fan of social media. But the idea that the corruptocrats in social media, the corrupt bureaucracies of social media, the lying, sniveling, cowardly bullies that want to dictate to you what you're allowed to say in public, that they are going to be controlled by the Lying, cowardly, sniveling cowards in government. Does anybody really think it's going to be better? Especially California. California is run by Democrats. Most of these companies are headquarters, headquartered in California. They are run by people that are favor of the Democratic Party. You talk about an unholy alliance. And what do the American people do? They go to complain about it on Facebook and Twitter. If it's bad enough about Facebook and Twitter, no one forces you to go on Facebook. There is no one standing there with a gun to your head saying, you must spend X amount of hours on Facebook. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of these companies have their power because we give it to them. Google. Google. YouTube, you name it, they have their power because we give it to them. And rather than recognizing, you know what, we've made a mistake. We have given way too much power to these people. They are not acting in good faith. They are not trustworthy. Therefore, I'm not going to trust the information I get out of them. I'm going to go somewhere else. Nope. We're going to get our bullies in government to force these companies to apply the standards that the bullies in government want. I mean, that's not jumping out of the frying pan into the fire. That's jumping out of the frying pan <laughs> into the fire, wearing a suit coated in gasoline. I mean, this is This is nuts. Do you really want government dictating? Do you want government to have a, have the authority to dictate to a company what content they must allow and must not allow? The whole idea of freedom of speech and freedom of the press is for you to speak and print and, and publish without government interference. Why in God's name would we put government in charge again? Justice Thomas on the Supreme Court thinks well we can regulate them as common carriers except there's not common they're not common carriers There is no legitimate reason why you have only Facebook to go to you only go to Facebook cuz that's only where you want to go There's a reason why I don't get in, get news from Facebook Twitter Instagram because they've proven themselves to be untrustworthy And I'm a grown adult, and I know better. I don't post, obviously, on Facebook. I do send my information out on Twitter and and LinkedIn and and some other platforms, Telegram, Gab, Parler. Because I'm asking them, I'm, I'm trying to get my message out, that we don't have to listen to these idiots. And I'm watching liberty and America die. And it's the American people that are not only letting it happen, they're pushing for it. If you think Facebook, Twitter, and and Instagram or any of these platforms are not dealing with Honestly with you if they are hiding information from you if they are are not doing what they said what they've told you they will do the answer is really simple first if you're a consumer of data find data somewhere else Oh but I get my best cat videos on YouTube what's more important watching a stupid cat video or living at liberty being being free from coercion from manipulation from pop propaganda You know, the Soviet Union, they had Pravda, and that was your only choice. Well, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, they're not your only choice. Are you too lazy to do something about it? Now, I'm sure this is a bitter pill to swallow. And again, my goal is not to necessarily to offend people, but certainly to wake them up. To realize you are not a dependent Of Facebook You are not a dependent of the government Government was created to protect your rights They only exercise the power you consent So why do we keep trying to turn Government into the biggest bully in town So that we can exercise our power Against someone else Why do we trust people that are lying to us How can you tell when a politician is lying Their lips are moving And you hired them. I don't care if you didn't vote for them individually. As a group, you hired them. At this nation's centennial, James A. Garfield said, Now more than ever before, the people are responsible for the character of their Congress. If that body be ignorant, reckless, and corrupt, it is because the people tolerate ignorance, recklessness, and corruption. If it be intelligent, brave, and pure is because the people demand these high qualities to represent them in the national legislature. Well, I say what's true of the national legislature is true of every government in this country. If your president is ignorant, reckless, and corrupt, it's because we tolerate ignorance, recklessness, and corruption. If your governor, your mayor, your state legislature, your county commission If it is ignorant, reckless, and is corrupt It's because you tolerate that If you want these organizations to be intelligent, brave, and pure You must demand that and settle for nothing less I Look at the stories I've already covered whether you know mass mandates, schools hiding information, uh, uh, more state censorship—that's <laughs> what we really need—is big tech and um, uh, and uh, big government in cahoots, trying to suppress speech or at least control speech, and we tolerate it. And the only way it is ever going to stop is if the people. Stand up and demand better. Not better political parties, not even better officers, although that would be a good step. They simply stand and say, no, we have not granted you that power. We've not granted you that authority. We do not consent to that. And we determine your just powers. And if you cannot abide by them We'll find someone who will Now this rant has been brought to you On the America Out Loud Network Be sure to make AmericaOutloud.com Your daily stop for all the news and happenings It's important we all do our part That we share these stories, these articles The podcasts and videos So that we can help secure America's future Because if we the people won't do it No one will. And we'll talk about some more of this right after the break.
0: Five incredible years and we're just getting started. Well, they say time flies when you're having fun. Well, it also flies by when you're on a mission of love. Love of country, that is. Well, our goal is to unite people. From all backgrounds and beliefs, in an effort to advance humanity, you can listen in on our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. AmericaOutloud.com It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Now, never before in our history... Have we witnessed the level of hatred that is now being waged against our law enforcement? While anarchist groups create havoc and overwhelm our first responders, these same groups and their corporate supporters are calling for the police forces to be shrunk and defunded. What can you and I do to make a difference? How can we stand up for what is right and to show our support? That's what I'm going to tell you about this incredible new platform. It's called ShopToTheRight.com. It's a new shopping platform that will help you find businesses that align with your values. They feature products made in America. They support veteran-owned businesses, as well as our law enforcement community. This is a time when we need to stick together. We need to shop together, and we need to support each other. It's time for you and I to make some noise and stand up to protect our country. And one easy way to do that is to shop and give our money to companies that don't seek to destroy our way of life so join the fight for liberty shoptotheright.com support those american businesses that support law enforcement and veterans
1: welcome back to the constitution everyday americans yeah we're having a bit of a rant today I'm looking at what's going on in the news And I truly am Concerned about the future of our country I'm concerned of The country that's being left to my daughter Eventually to my grandchildren And to your children And your grandchildren as well Because the ignorance Foolishness and stupidity That is running this country Is superseded only by the apparent Ignorance, foolishness and stupidity Of the people in this country Who are letting it happen We hire employees to represent us, to exercise our power in our name. And I look at what's going on and going, is this really what the American people want? Or have we been so buffaloed, so fooled into submission, that the small cadre that are are promoting this nonsense are allowed to take over the country? I do believe that it's only truly a small percentage of the American people that are for this ridiculousness, that are promoting these ideas that parents should not be told what their children are interested in, that, that vaccine passports are a good way to, uh, again, submit your liberty to government, that the proper answer to a, a business that is violating your trust is to get government to oversee them. I believe it's a relatively small percentage of people that truly believe that's the best way to go. But they are they are calling the dance right now. And the American people are following along. You know, I, I don't like it when people refer to the American people as sheep, but, you know, it does seem like a lot of us are acting that way. And I know I spent the first half of this show... Telling you where the whole problems are. And I want to make sure before I get to the end that I give you some things you can do to make it better. But before we get there, let's talk a bit about the crime that's been going on in this country and by the crime i don't simply mean the the routine you know shoplifting and mugging i don't even mean the crime that governments are committing in stealing our rights and stealing our property and subjugating us to their machinations i found an article again this one also came from the epic times that baltimore decided they're permanently going to stop prosecuting certain low level crimes now, I want to stop and, and think about this for just a minute. I'm going to try and be calm. So the representatives of the people of Baltimore have passed laws. Now, granted, some of these laws are, are, are really serious. Laws against, oh, I don't know, uh, murder and, and stuff like that. Some they consider less serious, what they call low-level crimes. Crimes like, oh, you know, prostitution, um, you know something that they say has no public safety value, and now those in city government decide, well, we're just not going to prosecute them. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, I, I I guess it was Marilyn Mosby, uh, who serves as the state's attorney for Baltimore said clearly the data suggests that there is no public safety value in prosecuting these low-level offenses. So that means one of two things must be true. Either we've so criminalized every aspect of our life that things that really shouldn't be crimes are now crimes. So certain offenses like, oh, trespassing, drug possession are now crimes. But it, as she says, there's, there's no public safety, no public safety value in actually prosecuting these crimes. So part of the problem, I believe, is, yes, the American people have gotten to the point where every time they see something they don't like, their first reaction is, there, there should be a law. So we're going to criminalize it. We don't like what these people are doing, so we're going to make it a crime. Now, there are certain crimes. I like this. Trespassing. Well, wait a second. Trespassing is a... They say there's no public safety value to it. Oh, really? If someone is on my property illegally, yeah, there's a public safety issue to that. Now, if someone is... Urinating on public property, okay. If they're urinating on private property, they're violating that owner's property rights. Now, the 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 uh, uh, Mosby went on to say um, that. Uh, quote I want my prosecutors working with the police to focus on violent offenses like armed robbery, carjacking, jackings and yes, drug dealing and distribution organizations that are the underbelly of the violence in Baltimore not using val- valuable jury time on those that suffer from addiction uh, Again okay the question is do we have laws that criminalize things that shouldn't be criminal And and my my point is my point of view is is pretty simple unless and until an action violates the rights of someone else leave people alone i mean is it is it that big a deal again until you actually harm someone else why do we have crimes why are all these things considered crimes if they don't actually harm somebody now i'm again i disagree with uh, Ms. Mosby on the idea of trespassing and and potential things like urinating in public. But again, are we free or not? So problem number one is, yes, I do believe the American people have over-criminalized everything we don't like. And in doing so, we've infringed on the rights of a lot of people. And we've turned them from simply people we disagree with into criminals by doing this. But here's the other problem. If the representatives of the people have made these things crimes, what gives a bureaucrat serving as a state attorney the authority to say, nah, we're not going to do it? I mean, the people of Baltimore—they need to make a decision: Are these crimes, or are they not? And if they're crimes and they want them prosecuted, well, then they have to cough up the dough so that the the the, uh, the district attorney or or whatever office that prosecutes these has the resources to do it. If they don't want to cough up the money, they have to decide: Are those you know, are, are those laws or not? But it's not the goal. It's not the the power. It it of the the state's attorney, to determine whether the, the will of the people as expressed by their representatives will be followed or not. And again, this comes down to the American people. Have we gotten to the point where everything we disagree with, we're going to criminalize? Um, This is, again, okay, are we going to be a free people? Will I protect your right to live your life as you see fit without interference unless you infringe on the rights of someone else? Or am I just going to create criminal codes for everything I dislike? Because then what happens is someone else comes along who doesn't think those things should be criminal, and they either remove those codes or ignore those codes, and we no longer are a govern a country of laws because the law doesn't matter the law only matters if a the prosecution actually prosecutes the law and b the courts actually follow the law now whatever your issue is whatever lights you up, whatever you think is is really right or really wrong, the question still becomes, if laws aren't enforced, what do they matter? And if not prosecuting, quote-unquote, low-level offenses has no impact, which, by the way, history shows is factually incorrect, then why do the American people, through their representatives, create these laws? Now, I lived in New York City back in the 70s with all the the graffiti and the crime. And uh, yeah, it was you – know, I, and I, I was back many times after that. I worked in New York City. I had customers I covered in New York City for many years after that. And I saw the change that happened – after one simple policy change that policy change got nicknamed broken windows the idea that no you will prosecute low level offenses because the people that that commit the low level offenses frequently either have already committed higher level offenses and they get caught on the little stuff or in many cases they you know if they get away with something small They'll try to get away with something bigger. But whether you believe these laws are right or just or not is the answer to simply ignore them. Because that does destroy the rule of law. It destroys the people's trust in the legal system. I don't call it the justice system because there's very little justice in our current system. And my question to the people of Baltimore and the state of Maryland, is that what you want? You want the uh, prosecutors to simply ignore the laws they don't like for hopes that, what, they're going to save you a few bucks? Really? When has government ever saved you any money? Now, that is one example. There's another example going on. Uh, This article I found from, actually came from the Tennessee Star. Um, And they found that, oh, certain cities uh, like uh, Minneapolis, Portland, Los Angeles, Oakland, New York, Seattle, Chicago, and Austin, places that have pushed for, oh, what do they call that? Uh, Yeah, to defund the police department. They're finding that their crime is skyrocketing. Now, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to say, you know, if someone calls you names all day long, if someone just, um, you know, paints you with a broad brush, you know, accuses you of what somebody else has done, says you're evil, rotten, racist, you're out to kill black people, and we're gonna, we're basically gonna defund you and get rid of you, and do, and surprise, surprise, police officers. Leave. You treat them like garbage and they're going to walk away. And then the people who are left, guess what? They Well, no one's going to join. Let's see. Here's here's the advertisement for you. Here, come be a policeman. We're going to kick you and spit on you and call you names for your entire career. Yeah, you don't see a lot of people answering that ad. So we have... Political people, political officers, who again are hired by the residents of those cities who exercise their power in their name, who have decided that we're not actually going to protect people. We're not going to enforce the law. We're going to get rid of the people that enforce the law. And what do you end up with? Well, let's see. Murders in Portland have reportedly tripled between July 2020 and February 2021, after the city commissioners voted to cut $16 million from the police budget. Now, don't get me wrong, there again, there are reports of um, problems, of abuse of force, of racial injustice. And if those exist, those cases should be tried. The accused should get their day in court. The aggrieved should have the chance to have them prosecuted, to bring evidence and to bring witnesses. The accused has the ability to confront their accuser, to um, compel witnesses in their favor, to provide evidence, and then a jury of their peers decides if they're guilty or not. But we're just going to ignore that whole process. We're going to take, we're going to paint every law enforcement officer with this badge of dishonor, and the people we hire to protect us. We're gonna get rid of them. And then what we're surprised that this happens? Homicide rates in Oakland have spiked dramatically. They've risen 314% compared to the same time last year. And a hundred and thirteen percent increase in firearm assaults. People of Oakland, are you happy? with what your elected employees have done. And of course, you can't talk about this without talking about Minneapolis. I mean, it's almost become the epicenter of, of um, the riots about revol- revolving around police actions. They diverted 1.1 million dollars from their uh from their police department's budget. And now the residents are begging Minneapolis to hire more officers Because between December 11th And March 28th of this year Murders in Minneapolis has risen 46% Compared to the same time Last year These are the perfectly Logical, rational Outcomes Of removing The restraint on crime And violence And these are the same cities that say you do not have the right to own or carry the tools to defend yourself. And then we're going to get rid of the people that we hire to defend you. And then what? Stare in disbelief when crime runs rampant. This isn't, this shouldn't be rocket science. This isn't simply ignorance. This has to be foolishness to say we're going to get rid, we're going to depend on the police to protect us, then we're going to get rid of them. I mean, that 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 that's foolish. That, that's like taking your seatbelt off and driving 80 miles an hour into a tree and being surprised when you get hurt or killed. But the people of these cities have hired people that are doing this, and what are they doing about it? Okay, we got a couple more. I want a couple more here before I I, I tell you what you can do about this. Um, apparently, 255 California prison inmates have requested m- men have been have requested to be transferred to women's prison. That's right, 255 men in California prisons have requested transfers to women's prison. Now, if there's any woke out there listening to this and you're complaining that I refer to them as men, too bad. Uh, First of all, uh, yes, I have the freedom of speech. And by the way, biologically, they're men. So the science is on my side. Now, listen, I have no qualm. You want to act however you want. I don't care. Up and until you infringe on the rights of others. So if you want to walk around in a dress, you want to call yourself Shirley, you want to wear makeup, fine. But to put 255 men in women's prisons... Women who are genetically, physically, generally weaker than men. Women who, who knows, may have been victims of rape. And we're going to put people in there simply because they have a mental delusion that they think their body's wrong. We're going to take these, the physical evidence that these are men and they, they want us to ignore that because they feel... Like they are women. Now that. Is foolish. That, that is ignorance with naivete. The idea that, that people in California. Might actually do this. Is stupid. Because now. You're letting someone's feelings. Be used to endanger the health. The welfare. Possibly the lives. Of people who are now in your charge. Simply What? To appease a fraction of a percent of the American people that think you can change your your gender based on how you feel? When will the American people say, listen, if you want to, again, if you want to act that way, I don't think, there, I think it's wrong, but I don't think the law should stop you. But you don't get to go where you are a danger to others simply because you say you feel like it. I believe in liberty. I believe if you, if you have a guy who wants to dress up like a girl, okay. But the guy doesn't get to force himself to be housed with girls, to go to the bathroom with girls, to go in the locker room with girls, to infringe on the rights, to play sports with girls, to infringe on the rights of women simply because they feel like it. And again, where are the american people there's probably a reason why so many people are leaving california i just asked them not to bring california with them but if we're going to be if we're going to be so irrational so illogical so devoid of reason in this country we shouldn't be surprised when it all falls apart not because the governments in Washington are doing this, not because the people in government are doing it, but because the American people are letting them do it. Or the case of a a trans woman who um, tears into the transphobic TSA for noting that she had something between her legs. (laughs) She's she's walking through a scanner, looks like a girl, walks like a girl, talks like a girl. Scanner goes off because there's something anomalous between her legs. Because if she's a girl, there's not supposed to be something down there. And she claims the TSA is transphobic. You know what? She has a problem. She, she, it, whatever. She has a problem. She is mentally deranged. Because to be surprised that a person would look at a woman and be surprised to find something between her legs is idiotic. Yet this is the state of America today where we have men dressing up as women upset because people note that they have male genitalia. And that it shows up in a scanner. First of all, the fact that you're getting scanned that deeply has other issues. But to, to, to have a hissy fit because not everybody will follow your delusion is stupid. And why are we putting up with it? So what do we do in America today? What do we do with such foolishness, ignorance, and stupidity? Well, first, since all three of them involve a lack of knowledge, the first thing we really need to do is educate ourselves. Because Lord knows the government-run schools aren't going to do it. And The corporate media, the the infotainment media, they're not going to do it. Newspapers, programs, and certainly social media is not going to do it. We need to educate ourselves. It's not that hard. You should be able to read the Constitution and the Declaration in about 30 minutes. You can find them for free online. There are plenty of places to give away free copies. Read the Constitution and have a clue of what's going on. In fact, I would go so far as to say, find a group and study the Constitution. Learn what your rights are. Learn to recognize when they're being infringed. Learn to defend and assert them. The next thing we need to do is we need to stop looking at Washington and our state houses. We need to stop pointing at them as a problem. They are a problem, but they're not the root of the problem. And we need to stop looking at them to fix the problem. The problem exists Because of the American people Washington And all these state capitals And all these large cities Are tyrannical messes Because the American people Allow it So how do we fix it Well again you don't look to Washington You don't look to your state capital You start with your city And your county The smallest unit of government You can find Help educate them help make sure they are there to protect your rights. I actually met, in fact, I'm setting up another meeting with my uh, sheriff, my county sheriff, because I wanna make sure he and his deputies are gonna protect my rights. And if they will protect my rights, well then, the pressure comes off. You're gonna be stupid in California, you're gonna be stupid in New York, you're gonna be stupid in Minnesota, Be my guest as long as I don't have to wear it. You want to throw mud around? You want to be idiots? Be my guest. I don't want to deal with it. So I want people locally that will protect my rights. And people say, well, well, that's not enough. You know what? That's a good start. Because if I take my county and make sure that it's doing its job to protect the rights of its citizens, and the neighboring counties do the same thing, and, we, and more and more neighboring counties do the same thing. And by the way, I'm more than willing to help. Sooner or later, my state gets the message. Because the people we hire to work in state government often start in county government, especially the elected offices. So if enough counties get their act together, the state will get its act together. And if enough states get their act together, then... We can change Washington, D.C. We don't start from the top down. We start from the bottom up. So that's my recommendation is, what do we do? You start with your local, your, 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 as local as you can get. School boards, county commissions, um, you know, city governments, whatever. And you begin holding them accountable. You begin educating them. You begin calling them out when they're acting foolishly or stupid. You demand integrity from them. And then when your group is safe, you start finding neighbors and say, do you want to be as safe as we are? It's taken us 150 years to make this big a mess out of the country we've been given. It's going to take time to fix, but it's only going to get fixed when the American people start doing the work. And if we spend all of our time focusing on Washington while the foundation of the country crumbles, even if we could fix Washington, there'd be nothing left for it to stand on. Because without the states and the counties, Washington's just a federal city full of bullies. So if we can protect our own neighborhoods, if we can protect our own counties from the infringements of these states and the federal government, we'll have at least a place to live while we begin fixing what else needs to get fixed. So I wanted to remind you, the America Out Loud talk radio plays on iHeartRadio Network. You can listen on our media player, on any web browser, anywhere in the world. We have the best-in-class apps available on Apple, Android, and Alexa. And they are streamed 24-7. And now you can even hear the podcast on those very same apps. And if you found what I've been talking to, not just a rant, but interesting, find out more at the website constitutionstudy.com. You can find the articles I'm working on, sign up for the newsletter, get involved, get engaged, and find out how you can learn for yourself. And I hope you'll join me here next time on the Constitution Study.